Hi, and welcome back to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we talk about all things Marvel Crisis Protocol and review a different character every week. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. Yeah, and uh, this is going to be the Dormammu episode, uh, suggested to us uh, on YouTube by Eelshark12345. So thank you, Eelshark, if you're listening for uh, the suggestion for Dormammu. Uh, But before we get into anything else, how you guys doing? I'm doing fine. I'm tired. It it is uh, right now in the United States. There is a major winter storm coming down and it's bearing down on all of us. And uh, I am going to have to work in it tomorrow. And that's going to I'm really I'm really scared. (laughs) I'm really nervous. Yeah, I'm not excited about it. I've been able to i did uh successfully procure a ride to work so i don't have to worry about driving in that mess but hopefully there's not going to be like 800 wrecks <laughs> on the roads so yeah. hopefully people uh, are driving smart so here's the thing with this kind of of storm it, if they make a lot of hubble uh, I, I don't know the word i'm trying to look for hullabaloo there you go if they make a lot of hullabaloo about it, people avoid the roads, and then it's a lot easier to drive. Yeah. Because there's no one on the roads. Yeah. So you just go 30 on the interstate, you'll be fine. <laughs> yep. So if you are, uh, I mean, I guess this will come out over the weekend. So, uh, yeah, I guess uh, if you are um, doing any kind of traveling for the holidays over the weekend, please do be safe. And I guess happy holidays if you're. Uh, celebrating christmas then uh merry christmas to you because this will probably come out yeah I, I guess either christmas eve or christmas day so hey this is our christmas episode this is the christmas episode this... so holy moly all right uh, merry christmas to those of you who celebrate christmas yeah merry christmas hope you guys got something good uh if you got anything oh geez my chair almost broke i need a new chair for christmas how about that if you guys got anything um, MCP or just, uh, you know, gaming related in general, feel free to let us know what you got. We'd love to hear about it. Uh, we breezed past Brad. How are you doing, Brad? I'm doing fine. Unlike you guys, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. No, you don't. You're lucky. Uh, well, before we get into uh, some stuff like news announcements, anything else with the cast, uh, shout out to Steve for uh, kind of filling in for me. Um I've had uh, some family uh, issues going on the last uh, probably couple weeks, uh, but everything's good. Everybody's healthy, so we're we're all past that now. Uh, so that's why I take a little bit of a break. But thank you, Steve, for uh, filling in for us. It was fun to listen to you on the cast. He, he's got a very good uh, he's got a good voice for radio. I think he I think he did. I agree. Himself. Thank yeah. you, Steve, for coming. <laughs> Yeah. It was it was nice to have. It, it, we, we will have Steve back on the pod here at some point. We've got to do Craven the Hunter, and we'll we'll have Steve back on that one. There you go. That's a good episode for him. Um. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for that. Uh, couple things uh to talk about as far as news and announcements. I did not get to weigh in on my thoughts on uh, the, the new crises. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just to just to chime in, I think that they're really good changes. I like uh, the the points uh, that they're kind of coming down from twenty, and you know they got rid of fourteen. Uh, fourteen was like an odd one. 
I'm also glad they kind of changed research from 16. Uh, I, I just I think that the threat values that they kind of altered are good and healthy for the game. I think that the way that they've set up the uh, you know new maps and some of the way that the crises work now, I think all those are good, healthy changes. I don't see anything where I'm like, oh, that sucks. Like I, I think that everything. Uh, just to me, I haven't played any of them yet, but from everything I see on paper, I think that they're good changes, and, uh, I also think that that was a very clever way to nerf, uh, Voodoo and Black Cat without, like, actually nerfing them, so, <laughs> I think that the, it was expertly handled, so. Yeah, it was, it, it didn't feel like it was a, it was a hammer on either one of them, and yet it was, <laughs> Just, a, just it was a touch. Yeah, like you can still a... take him, and Voodoo still. He's like just with everything else that he can do in general. He's still an amazing four threat. It's just it doesn't add that like negative stress about him stealing the only extract on the board. So, uh, yeah. But other than that, uh, as far as other news and announcements, we did, which I didn't pull it up because I'm terrible, but um. They did uh, showcase the models for uh, Beta Ray Bill, and I, how do you pronounce that? Is it Ulick or Ulick? How do you say that, Brad? I think it's Ulick. Ulick. So, but I'm not sure. Beta Ray Bill and Ulick. So I think that even me not being very well versed uh, with comic books, I still know who Beta Ray Bill is. I feel like if you are interested in Marvel like at all at some point, you have either heard of or probably at least seen images of Beta Ray Bill. Oh. Uh, well, gee. <laughs> do you, did, have you I, never seen Beta Ray Bill, Fred? No, I have no idea who this character was. I, I never heard of them before they started talking about him last cast. Did you watch? Who the hell is Beta Ray Bill? <laughs> did you watch Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, oh, I did. Is whenever, he in that? Whenever it shows yes. the, t the tower and it has champions' faces carved into the, the oh, tower, yeah, yeah. Beta Ray Bill's one of them. So you, you've technically He's seen him. also on, if you've seen the animated Planet Hulk movie. Um, he's a gladiator that Hulk fights. Uh, in the comics, that was Silver Surfer, but they were, they didn't have the rights to Silver Surfer, so they put Beta Ray Bill in it. Do you know anything? Okay. You know anything about the Olet guy? Yes, he is the strongest of the Rock Trolls. Okay, and he has knuckle dusters made of uh, the same metal as Thor's hammer, which I think is Uru metal. Okay. And that that model is the coolest he's ever looked. <laughs> Fair enough. And so, what uh, affiliation? Like, does he? Like, who does he fight with typically? I'm assuming they're gonna put him in Asgard, just like they put all the other Thor villains. I don't know of anything else that he's in. I didn't look it up, so let's do that real quick. I also don't know. Uh... Similar to Fred, I actually, I know of Beta Ray Bill, but I don't know much about Beta Ray Bill. Is there like a quick, uh, just a quick little uh, snippet you can give for us about, about the character? He's an alien. I see. Okay. He wrestles Thor, and after Thor wins, um, he gets a hammer made for him to honor his bravery, and he... In the comics, for a while, the Thor comic is about Beta Ray Bill. I don't. I didn't read those comics. Okay, Ulick was a member of Roxxon, mm -hmm. Dark Council, and Circus of Crime. 
Circus of Crime. That's an interesting one. That caught my attention. So <laughs> he's either gonna be he he could be in Asgard, uh huh, because he's Asgard related. He could be in Cabal randomly because they like to just throw whoever in it. They do, and that's about it. It looks like. If it's the circus of crime, it could be part of the criminal syndicate. Uh, I don't think so. It's a circus of crime, Brad. A circus nah. of crime. So, I would love uh, if they put circus of crime in this game. There ain't no way. That's too niche, the, probably. Uh, when I think... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you're, I was saying that's probably pretty niche if they were to put that as like an affiliation. But go ahead. <laughs> Uh, uh, when I think of a rock troll, I can't help but think of the trolls in Witcher 3, and where they're the, these big lumbering uh, uh, rocks, essentially, that just talk as if they have a first grade education. Is that is there a quest to give one some paint? So he yep. can... Yeah, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking Okay, yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, Beta Ray Bill is a Corbinite. So his Which race to a, a yeah. yeah from the planet Corbin, and to our UK listeners, that means something else to you. Um, he was in Omega Flight, so that would be a branch of Alpha Flight, uh, which they haven't put in the game yet. Star Masters, I have no idea what that is. Asgard, Thorcor, Annihilators which is kind of related to Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, so okay. he could be he could be Asgard and Guardians. Looking at uh, you know Agent Venom too, it looks like uh, Guardians are going to be getting some some good releases. Yeah, they could get both of those. <laughs> Just like by by nature of uh of what's coming out. So all right, well uh I mean he looks cool. I really like the lightning that they have coming off of the hammer. That that looks really really awesome. Yeah. It looks pretty neat. Um, For being a horse face weirdo. Hopefully that he breathes a little bit more life into... I, there's, What do you think the odds are that he'll be a leader? Or have a leadership? I don't think so. Don't it's think so. possible, but I, I don't think so. Yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't know how prevalent... Like I didn't know if he ever led uh, any teams or anything like that, so I didn't know if maybe he might have one, but... It would be interesting if they gave him a leadership for Asgard. I think that would be very interesting. I mean, them having a second leadership would be amazing. That's that's. It would be great. Been holding out for yeah. Uh, well, as far as other news goes, as far as like what AMG has been putting out, uh, they are pretty uh busy with Star Wars uh, Legion at the moment. Um. They they've done you know points update and they've been drip feeding uh, articles about some rules changes that they're going to be doing for the game or that they are doing for the game and then they're going to have a full uh, rules document that's being dropped I think January sixteenth so they definitely have to show a little bit of love to some of their other games and that's what they've been doing so a little bit light. I mean, I guess it's not likes. I mean, we've seen Rhino, where we're getting these images of Beta Ray Bill and Ulick. Um, and then we have you know Spider-Woman and Agent Venom. So it's not like we're not getting anything, but uh, a lot of the tweets going out are Star Wars Legion related. But that's a good thing. I'm glad to every, see. Oh, go ahead. Every time you say Ulick, I keep thinking of the Star Wars character, 
Ula Keldroma, uh, who is as niche as you can possibly get in the Star Wars universe. But it's also a character that probably will exist at some point. And I, I, I don't know how Shatterpoint's going to work, but... What media is he's he a from? Character. Uh, so he's from the books, so I think he doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> uh, but it was uh, the... The, the one of the original Sith uh, uprisings was Exar Kun and Ulic Keldroma. Okay. Boy, we're getting. Never mind. <laughs> I regret. I regret bringing up this. Uh, no, this you're. You're good. It's all. It's all nerd stuff, man. I actually uh, picked up a Star Wars book for Rebecca for for Christmas. I don't. It's really? a it's a shot in the dark. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what it's called. Lords of the Sith. Okay. What if she listens to this and you just ruined Christmas for her? Well, Chris will have already opened presents by the time this comes out. I, I guess as the editor, you could make sure that's true. Yeah, I can make sure it's true. Also, <laughs> she, she's she's not going to listen. Yeah, that, you're right. Like, <laughs> why would she listen to this the first episode? I think that, that she, she ever... will give us. Well, no, she's listened before, but like, she'll give us plays. Like, she'll she'll put it on and then like go get coffee like so i mean she doesn't actually listen but she gives us a view so thanks babe um uh yeah but that's uh that's pretty much all the news uh that's kind of come out uh as far as what amg's been putting out i don't think that there's any other like rumors or anything to talk about unless you guys have heard something that i haven't but uh so i, I haven't heard anything why don't we, uh, Brad, I'm sure you have, you're chomping at the bit to cover more Cerebro stuff, so why don't you go ahead and run us through uh, some new Cerebro stuff that's happening. Okay, by the time you're listening to this, I have already made the big update um, where I'm changing the database and how uh, the image locations are stored so that next week... I can actually add to the app version of the thing to the to Cerebro. It will download the pictures and store them on your phone. And then the next step after that is to download other data it needs and store it on your phone. And then it will only intermittently need internet access. And you'll be able to use the app offline. If all that testing goes well, then I release it to the wild and everybody can get it. Okay. Uh, I've also added the art for all the tactics cards. So if you just keep scrolling past everything else, the last thing for the tactics cards is every artwork. Okay, cool. How many, like, how smoothly has your testing gone? Like, have you hit a lot of bumps or is it gone pretty well? Uh, the only problems so far with testing it are problems that the website also has. Okay. Except for one thing, like the copy button doesn't work on Android. Like when you go to like copy your list, mm -hmm. either the discord button or the regular button or whatever, it didn't work. So I've added code that hopefully fixes that. But I haven't. That's going to roll out in this update, so I don't know yet if it works. Because okay. I personally don't have an Android device. Yeah. So. 
Well, I'm sure everybody appreciates your hard work. You, you had quite a few playtesters, or shit. You, you've had, not playtesters, you've had a, a few people testing for you, right? Like yeah. You got a decent amount. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, all the Patreons have access to it, and everyone in our personal Discord has access to it, so. Yep. Thank you, everybody, who who are chipping in and kind of helping Brad uh, work out all the bugs and the kinks, and everybody appreciates all your hard work that you put into it, so thank you very much, Brad. Um, well, let's see, we talked about Cerebro. I guess what we can go on to, or what I'm going to move on to right now before we keep getting into it, is uh, a little fun topic I've got to discuss this week, and that is... It's the holidays, right? So what would be your holiday wish list for MCP? Whether it's a change that you want to see happen, whether it's a model that you want to come to the game, what would be your, your wish list going into 2023? Go ahead, Fred. Oh, boy. Uh, so Spotlight. Uh, you know what? Honestly, my, my answer was going to be a new crisis. But but I feel like they've done that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Christmas came early. We did get a new crisis. Yeah, and, and a bunch of new crisis rules, which are good. So, uh, all right. So I think that what I would love to see is a uh, – uh, uh, oh, gosh, no, that that's not a good idea. That's not a good idea. Why don't we come back to me? <laughs> all right, all right. You got something, Brad? Uh, yes, I would like a um, multiple man, please. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I should have known from the beginning that was what <laughs> yours was going to be. What I know we've talked about this like in person, but what would you like to see in regards to like how his like multiplicity works? I would, would like. Would you like tokens? Would, like, would you like a tactics card? Would you just like it to be like a superpower? What would you like? I would like to be able to have multiple multiple mans. I don't. It's whatever they do. I'm sure it's gonna be fine. I've said that it could be grunts. It could be. Uh, I even know exactly how that grunt mechanic should work. Uh, when he takes damage, if he does not get dazed. He puts out grunts because that's how his superpower works. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I would like that. I think that is actually really, that is really neat. That is literally how his superpower works. Another thing, and he will like hit himself to make them too. But um, putting out tokens, like Jonathan token type thing, mm -hmm. would also be interesting, especially if you put out multiples of those and just, you know, stuff like that. Um, whatever, like whatever they come up with, I'm sure it'd be cool. That actually like is a really exciting, like with that first thing you said, like that actually like excites me. Like that'd be so cool to have like him and then also have like a medium base that has like three of him on it. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you get to put it out. That's so cool. Yeah. They should do that. Yeah, and, uh, and probably have an attack that puts them out like, um, uh, Shadowland Daredevil and Electra. Yeah. Because he can do it on purpose. But. All right. Uh, I think if I had to put something that I want next year, it has to. Like, I think I've talked about it before on the cast, but 
I would like it to just be like a whole thing and have like kind of like Thanos. He came with an ultimate counter in his throne. I would oh, really like Apocalypse. Yeah, I want Apocalypse in a box by himself. Has maybe, you know, some terrain or something. And then also has like an ultimate encounter in there. And then along with that release, you put two boxes with two minis a piece in them and give us the four horsemen. Just make that a whole thing and I would be tickled shitless. It would be so great. Which so. set of four horsemen do you want? Okay, so here's the thing. You're going to know way more than I do because I don't know all the sets. But what I would want is probably, like, I just want them to do straight, like, 90s cartoon. Like, like that's what I want because that's what I grew up with. Oh, yeah. But that's not what they're going to do because that's probably, like, the least exciting Version no, of... no, no. That is the original comics version. Like that's the version that showed up the most, and was one of two options. I think is likely. Yeah, like that's probably it's either going to be. Want. It's either going to be that set, or it's going to be the original Four Horsemen, which are his children, who just showed up recently in comics. Fred, I know what you want. Uh, I know what I want too, but why don't you tell me? Fred wants 3D Man. I don't even know who 3D Man is. 3D Man has the power, like he has the equivalent strength and durability of three men. That's pretty cool. Uh, okay. Just three of them. Okay. I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, okay. He's not some dimensional witch who can who can change what dimension he he can't turn into a two-dimensional object and slip in cracks or something nope he just has the equivalent strength of three men well that also he also later gets like vision powers like he can see in like different spectrums um okay you also you also might like throg okay who's throg throg is thor but a frog Oh, yeah, that'd be really cool, too. Wow, those oh, are two great right. ideas. They should put those in a you box together. Me. 3D yeah, Man and Throg. Go. I would love that. That's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, fucking A. Uh, my real answer is a new leadership for Spider-Foes. A new leader for oh, Spider-Foes. Oh, okay. That is my real answer. <laughs> uh, that and Throg. Now, yeah, I mean. Now, now, now I must have that. That's fucking metal. I love that so much. Uh, so let me ask you, Fred. Mm hmm I'm, you, could, you could either give me what you want the leadership to do, but who would you like to see the leadership on? Uh, I was thinking Electro. Okay. Mm. And, is yeah. that a bad... Fred, that a bad ha Fred has issues. Or Brad right, has issues. Brad, tell me, tell me nah, who it should it's, be. It's, it's not going to be... It's going to be Doc Ock, and it's going to be called Sinister Six. Yeah, well, well, that's not going to be a Sinister Six uh, affiliation. No, I think it'll be a Spider Foes thing. Like, oh, um, that's trash. They should make like a legit I, Sinister Six. I don't Six. think it will be. Mm. Um, there's so many people who've been on it. It's like basically every Spider Foe. It's going to be like how Mystique's leadership is called uh, Freedom Force. Okay. Um, yeah, that makes okay. sense. Okay. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 
because the 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 combination of the two is there's so much crossover. That yeah. Oh yeah. There's no reason to have them be different affiliations. Yeah. I mean, I would yeah. be super excited with the Doc Ock too. Like. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> that, that would be that, very be cool. really cool. Yeah. What's the has the card worded the Green Goblin Doc Ock card? Does it say uh, Doctor Octopus? Well laid plans? Yeah. Oh, good question. Uh. Well, I didn't answer that. Are you looking it up? I'm I'm going through the process of looking it up. I'm not as quick as Brandon is. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I don't I know. It. I don't know how Brandon does it that quick. He's just I like got always. I've listening. got Doctor Octopus. Doctor Octopus. Yep. It says Green Goblin, Doctor Octopus. Okay, so it would work on any of them. So that's really cool. No, it wouldn't work if it's called Doctor Octopus. Oh, you're right. It would need yeah. to have Otto Octavius. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it would have to. He'd it have to be called Doctor Octopus again, and they have not done that yet. Son of a bitch. Now they could include that as a card in that set, and just oh, and just the name. reword it. Yeah, and, yeah, they could errat it. Because I mean, there's no reason. Like they didn't they know didn't... they were going to make two Doc Ox when they first made the Fred. card counterpoint they did not errata weapon x so neither of the models that come in the weapon x box can use the card called weapon x wow (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah Yeah, i I like that idea fred i think uh another spider for leadership would be pretty awesome especially you know we're getting rhino he's coming out and adding a little bit into the affiliation stuff like that so I feel like they're. they're I am now. I'm now play. super excited for Rhino. You are. Have you? Yes. Did you try him out? No, but I realized that he'd be really good in my Weapon X list. That I'm. Yeah, well, there you go. Oh my God, you're right. He's a Weapon X model. <laughs> like yeah, a Weapon he, X he is very well brutal. Weapon X. Yeah, brutal high speed boys and I, I, I boys in the. Uh, multi-gender sense and uh they kick ass yeah they're tons of fun all right well uh yeah just wanted to see what you guys thought as far as you know what you would want out of uh out of the game in uh 2023 so i think those are all pretty pretty good suggestions um I guess we can move on to uh, we we did have our our local game night. Uh, I guess as of recording last night. Um, so I was gonna talk about the games. I did play Star Wars Legion, so I won't you know go into that too much because this is an MCP podcast. But I played uh, Empire and I played some Iden and I also played Din Djarin, and Din Djarin's really good. So that's all I, I have to say about that. But. Brad yeah. actually played. Jared has stopped playing MCP. I have not stopped playing MCP. I've just ex- I'm having a little bit of an affair. Is all that's going on. <laughs> but uh, he's a little legion curious. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what's going on. Um, but Brad did play uh, some MCP. And did you play on the new crises? We played the two crises. We played were. Huh. Nice. What were they? We need Brandon here for this, too. He always remembers these. Yeah, he does. Uh, Um, If I look at my list, it'll help. 
Uh, Brandon is not here. He is currently driving, driving. to see family for the holidays. And he forbid me from saying anything good about the game, so I can only say negative things. No, 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 okay, no, 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 no. He doesn't. Only. He doesn't want you to talk about how good you did in the game because you lost. Struggle Brandon for the playing Brotherhood. So Brandon, our baby boy Brandon, beat Brad at his own mutant game. It's a shame. Absolute travesty. Struggle for the cube. And Gamma. It was new Gamma. Ah, ah, okay. Yeah. So we had, it was pretty back and forth. Um, but there was one turn where it was my turn to go off. You know how those games go. Like, mm-hmm. I did a bunch of damage to him, did some of his models. He did that to me the next turn, and then it goes back and forth. But it was my turn to go off, and Brandon decided to go off again. So <laughs> that turned the game around. Um, Brandon made some mistakes, but at the end, he did the things he needed to do to win. What were the leaderships you guys were playing? I'm assuming he was playing Magneto. He was playing Magneto with uh, Juggernaut, Blob, Pyro. Mm-hmm. And I was, of course, playing Weapon X leadership. There's only one. It was on Logan. I was playing their secondary leadership, uh, Dossier. And that was on Sabretooth. And I was also playing X-23, uh, Domino, and Deadpool. Okay. Ooh, that's a, that's okay. a good combination. I like that. Yeah. At Deadpool, I determined after the game was probably a mistake this game. But last time I played him, it, it was great. So, um, yeah, it was it was a fun game. I, I did lose. It was a close game, though. I think the final score was 16-14. Something like that. Following the trend that the new crises tend to make closer games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, I think it was the second turn we actually scored the middle one. Well, I scored it. And Brandon was, like, counting up points, and he counted as two, because that's what it used to be. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> It's only yeah. worth one point now. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess, uh, you know what I completely forgot to do, like in the very beginning of the cast, was like announce upcoming tournaments in the news. Do you when uh, when is going to be the next Charleston tournament? Uh, January twenty first. Yep. Yeah, I was thinking about. Because you guys have talked about how you just got done playing the tournament, like on the last cast, and I was thinking about that, and I was like, I didn't announce when our next tournament was at all. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, if uh, if you want, come down play. Uh, I'm calling you out, Tim, because you you, you keep saying that you're going to come down to a Charleston tournament, and uh, I don't know about you, Brad, I'm, but I okay, don't think that on. he's shown up. He has not shown up. Yeah, uh, and he's also promised to me he's gonna show up, but I'm gonna let him slide for the January tournament. Uh, if he ends up not making it because of weather, I'm not gonna give him a hard time. At this point, there's no excuse. But if but if the weather's clear and he didn't show up, come on, Tim. 
Tim, we're calling you out right now on the cast. We've covered the <laughs> characters you've wanted. We've given you the damn shout-outs. It's time. We've helped you build your list. We've helped you out. It's time for you to come down here and take an ass-whooping from us. Okay? You don't need to be scared. There's not going to be a 12-year-old to beat you up. We're all going to be adults. <laughs> all right? You're not going to lose to any children. Well, maybe he will. Well, I don't know. Like my will. my breed my is game. yeah, yeah. Maybe so. Maybe <laughs> you will. I can't promise that, but that is a, that is a actual possibility. Come on, Tim, get down here. Uh, but yeah, uh, he so, might kick all of our asses. We don't know what the meta in, in Columbus is like. Yeah, he might actually be just like a crazy power player, and he's he's just gonna come trounce everybody. But we'll yeah. we'll, we'll never know if he doesn't come down here. But uh, yeah, for anybody else listening, if you're if you're near the Charleston area or if you're kind of you know in the surrounding states and you want to make the drive down, we'd love to have you at the tournament. I mean, we have okay turnouts. They're not like the craziest. Uh, like you're not looking at no five to six round bender, but it's a uh, it's a fun time. Most importantly, we're having fun, everyone. That's we have a, fun tournaments. <laughs> that's what it's about. Yeah, but um. I think if you guys are, are ready, we can start taking uh, a look at the man of the hour. I'm ready. Oh, just one more thing. It's yeah. event 6679. Oh, yeah. Good call. Out. All right. Uh, so, yeah. This week we are taking a look at Dormammu, a.k.a. Dormammu. He is a 10 health uh, character. He is a medium move on a large base. He is size 5. And he clocks in at 8 threat, and he has a 4-4-5 four, four, uh, stat line. So 4 physical, 4 energy, and 5 mystic, so pretty good there. Uh, as far as stamina goes, uh, on his injured side, he gains 2 stamina and goes up to 12, so pretty good there. Uh, Fred, you want to read off his attack suite? Sure thing. Uh, his first attack is called Shadow Bolt. It is an energy attack. Uh, it is range 4. Rolls six dice and has zero cost. Uh, it is wild hex, uh, where the person gains hex if you roll a wild. And then also wild sap power, where before damage is dealt, the target character loses one power for each wild in the attack roll. And this character gains that amount of power. A very cool effect. Uh, not a proper builder, however. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the next attack is a spender. Uh, it, it, it is a mystic attack called Incantation of Obliteration. It is range 3. It has 8 dice with 5 cost. And on a crit hit shield skull, uh, it triggers something called Dark Miasma, where after this attack is resolved, this character may make an additional Incantation of Obliteration attack without paying the cost the additional attack must target a character within range 2 of the original target character that has not been targeted by incantation of obliteration this round. And that can trigger again, Yes, I believe. There are times where you can live the dream. You can so. hit 3, 4, 5 different characters if I, they're all lumped together. I think my record is 4. Ooh, that is... That is 
heart wrenching. <laughs> I mean, it wins. Just, that that will win the game. Like that's that's yeah, the game. That's absolutely. the game winning. Uh, that's the game winning uh, thing. Um, I'll go ahead and take the uh, the leadership and the active. If you want to, uh, I'll if you want to take the passives, Brad. I'll take the the rest of it. Um, so he has uh, the leadership flames of the fall teen. It is affiliation dark dimension. If Dormammu is included in a squad, that squad is affiliated with Dark Dimension and must use this leadership ability. This character and each other character you control gains one additional power during the power phase. During the power phase, if another allied character has six or more power, it suffers one damage. So, uh, pretty much if you put Dormammu on the table, you're, you're playing this leadership. It won't let you play him uh, as a splash character. And uh, do note uh, that you know everybody gets the additional power in the power phase. Uh, in the power phase, if you have six or more, you suffer one damage. That will daze uh, your character. <laughs> uh, if you happen to uh, you know have six power on them and they're sitting on one health, that'll daze them for the round. So real savvy players will leave uh, some of your characters at one, and then uh, let them be out pretty much the entire round. So something to keep track of there. And then he has the active superpower, not of this dimension. It costs three, and it places this character within two of its current position, and its superpower can only be used once per turn. So on a large base, getting a range two place makes him uh, surprisingly mobile. So um, then he has the reactive feel the power of darkness, cost two. After attack targeting, this character is resolved. He may use the superpower. The attacking character is pushed away from this character short and gains the Hex Special Condition. If the attacking character already has the Hex Special Condition, it gains Incinerate instead. So, pretty pretty neat powers there. Uh, you want to go over the passive, Brad? Not really, but okay. Okay. Uh, Master of the Realm of Darkness. When this character suffers damage from an enemy effect, it gains one power instead of power equal to the damage suffered. When another allied character is damaged as by an enemy effect, or by Flames of Altine, this character gains one power. Additionally, when calculating successes or failures, uh, this character's attacks, this character adds the number of skulls in both the attack and defense rolls to so successes. That's only when he attacks. Then he has flight, immunity, bleed, incinerate, stagger. So one thing to point out, um, when Fred was going over the incantation of obliteration, uh, that requires you to have a crit, a hit, a shield, and a skull uh, to trigger the Dark Miasma. Uh, Dormammu does count skulls in his role and in the opponent role, but if you don't roll a skull on your dice, it will not trigger incantation. So it's a, it's kind of a, a weird one there. Um, he does count you know, the opponent's defense skulls and successes, but that will not trigger his incantation for him. He has to roll the skull himself. But just a little just a little housekeeping rule there. Um Dormammu, I think I've out of everybody that's on the cast right now, so Brandon's played him quite a bit, but he's not here, so I think I'm the one that's played him the most, is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. I believe that is the case. Yeah, I've played uh, uh, related to that our local Matt, who has not played since July, is still the number one Dark Dimension player on Longshanks. Yeah, I had it for a little bit, and then he played the shit out of him and uh, scooped it up from me. So maybe I should play him to, just so I can take my spot back since he's not playing. You're not even on the list right now. Ah, damn. i have to come get it back. Uh, yeah, I played quite a bit of Dormammu, uh, so I guess I'll start us off. Um, 
so first off, I, I do want to say like I've played him uh, quite a bit. I've taken him to tournaments. I've traveled uh, for a tournament with him, and I've won with him. So he, uh, I think the one in Morgantown that I went to that I played dorm was somewhere between 12 and 15 players, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty big one. So, I mean, he can go to events if you're thinking about, you know, playing him locals and stuff like that. And he will, I think that he can do fine. Um, he is tricky to use. Uh, so I think that if you're wanting to actually, like, be competitive, but you really like the way the Dormammu and stuff operates, I think that of... I I don't think that he's like the most competitive pick. Like he's probably a little bit on the lower end of the spectrum, but I do think that I, for, so I, I'm getting all scatterbrained for fun. This guy is a ton of fun. Like the leadership is fun. What it enables you to do is a ton of fun and playing him is, is it's just fun. Like he is for an eight threat character. If I had to just put a word on it, he's fun. I, I've had a blast playing him. I think the you know the least built the list building and stuff is really good because technically all characters in this game are affiliated, and every other character that they release you know and, until they quit releasing for this game, you can just put them in Dark Dimension and they'll be uh, affiliated. So the the jank and stuff that you can pull is pretty fun. Uh, competitively speaking, he probably is a little bit on the lower end of the spectrum, but that doesn't mean you can't win. Again, I've taken him to tournaments, I've played with him, and I've won with him, uh, so it's very much feasible. You can win with pretty much anything in this game, except for, I think, it, it, you know, I don't know that I would ever consider Cyclops. taking in humans, or Cyclops leadership, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Sin, yeah, well, she, she's probably better than Cyclops thing so eh. Eh. um but yeah so going over his his uh kind of defenses i think that i've played uh again like quite a bit with him and with his defense pull his health pull coming in at 22 and then also feel the power of darkness this is like the key right here um is when something hits him pushing them away short and then giving them hex is i mean that's what kind of keeps him alive so you want to always make sure that you know you kind of have that safety power on him to kind of push uh like your big beaters like a she hulk or something like that off of him um but he's really durable so i think he is durable for his threat um i haven't seen where he's you know been ko'd too often uh his attacks are kind of where he feels a little bit bad so like the eight threat kind of comes in at a premium uh for what you're paying for like the leadership so pretty much giving everybody like a pseudo asgardian uh leadership uh that's i i feel like where a lot of the threat comes from because he does not uh when you're looking at killing stuff and this is maybe where some of his competitive viability falls off is that he does not do um eight threat worth of like damage on the board like shadow bolt is a really good attack when you like count your skulls and most of the time he can double tap because of not of this dimension uh put him within range two but like he he's probably double tapping one character and probably getting a daze on like one character and when you look at like another piece which is like seventh threat or even like hulk who's sixth threat or magneto who's sixth threat 
they get so much more work out of their turn and they can daze multiple characters. Um, you're not. <laughs> uh, when you play Dormammu, it just the, the math never lines up. And if you have a bad roll uh, or a bad turn with them, it can feel really bad putting this much threat investment into them and then not getting anything in return. Um, and then, you know, you can live the dream with incantation, but most of the time it's a trap and you don't want to be spending all of your power on it. But um, just from my personal experience, I've had a ton of fun with him. I think that he's good. He's durable. You know, he's going to stay on the board. Um, and I, I think that if you haven't played him before, you should give him a try because he is a lot of fun. But I've said fun like 20 times. Oh, that's what I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fred, why don't you go ahead and take over and tell us what you think about Dormammu. Yeah. So uh, he is uh, – I've never played Dormammu, but he can really change the way that a lot of other characters play. Uh, I, I would be remiss if I let this go because Brandon is not here. I will say this. Uh, Brandon likes to play him with Bob, agent of Hydra. And the reason why is that it lets him get that, uh, get his spend, uh, Bob Spender, which is that rocket blast that's unduly powerful for how, how little he is. <laughs> Uh, it lets him get that off real quick mm-hmm. and then get it off a second time real quick. So that is uh, a, a troubling thing that Dormammu allows. Uh, uh, another thing, here's a question. So if I were to go in on Dormammu with Malekith, because Malekith is immune to Hex and he were to use his reactive superpower because he can't have Hex, does that mean that he gets neither Hex nor Incinerate? Yeah, he could, he could not get either one. He would just have the short push. That's pretty good. Okay. It's still it's still the, the most relevant effect happens. Yeah, the short but, push uh, away. Yeah, that's what keeps him alive. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, Dormammu is really good. <laughs> uh, uh, he, it, I think that this is a case where he looks really good on paper, mm-hmm. and the the real cost of him is that eight in his threat column. That's, I mean, he 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 looks really good on paper, but he has to do eight threat worth of good on the table, and it's questionable whether he does that. Yeah, the eight threat, him being the highest threat in the game, like barring Thanos, which if Thanos gets up to eight threat. Thanos does way more. More, uh, work. yeah, yeah. yeah he um, more work than that. So he's just really lacking in damage, but he also doesn't bring any control uh, on the board unless you're hitting him. And then you know he also, I mean, he supplements his team with the leadership clearly, but he doesn't do a lot for his team either. But what do you think, Brad? Right. I've played against Dormammu a lot, um, and it always sucks. It always feels bad. It always feels like I am pushing a boulder uphill. Uh, and I haven't played against him for a while, and I'm probably a better player now. But back when I was playing against him all the time, uh, I eventually got to where I could beat him most of the time, but not every time. Depends on how things roll out. Um, he's always seemed better than I hear people talk about on the internet. Like, they're always down on him saying that he's bad. But it, 
in my experience, it, it feels bad to be on the other side. So, yeah, you definitely have to have a plan to deal with him. I think that if you like, I think if people rolled up with him at like a tournament, like I feel like he has like a real dark horse factor. Yeah. Like people are going to forget that he has feel the power of darkness and stuff because like no one ever plays him. So, yeah, but I, I think you're correct. Like people do kind of like trash him online, but I just in practice, like playing him. Like, I think that, if I think you have to be really smart with your like roster construction, and then you also like it, it seems like it's just like big man go up board and brrr, but that's not necessarily like there's there's more to it than that, and like I think it just takes uh, a lot of reps uh, getting in with him to kind of really understand like how to play and what to do. But yeah, I don't know. I I think he's good. The the I think the probably the most negative thing that I've actually had like with him is getting iron fisted. Like that fucking sucks. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, branded that to me, and it was it was terrible. <laughs> so like getting iron fisted is really awful on an eight three character. It's terrible. If he gets dazer KO'd, like that's also really really bad. Which again, I've rarely seen it. Uh, and then this Flames of the Fall team, so, again, just be wary of that, because if people are really savvy, or if you're playing cubes, that leadership will absolutely dunk on you, and cost you the game, like, I've lost games, because people are like, what are they at, they on one, okay, I'll just leave them there, and, uh, you just, uh, yeah, lose your character in the power phase, and it just throws your whole turn off, and, Dormammu leadership really needs like every character to have good turns. It that... did change. Uh, oh, they did change to during. Yeah, to be during the. So that actually it won't would, be as bad. Be... No, it would still be just as bad because you wouldn't be able to change anything in between the cleanup phase and the power phase. Ah, uh, true. Well, yeah, if but they were... if they daze because of cubes. Then, uh, yeah, that's fair. Then, that's the, fair. then it would it'd be fine. Yeah. yeah. So if they're at one with a cube, but if yeah. they're at two with a cube, if your opponent is, they just have to aim for leaving them at two if they're holding a cube yeah. instead of one. Yeah. But you're right. You're right. Uh, but yeah. Um, I think he's. I think he's good. I think people should play him. Uh, I am going to go over the tactics cards really quick. Uh. He's got one. One of <laughs> them. Good. One of them is really good. Uh, but yeah. I'll go. I'll go over both of them. So dark empowerment is dark dimension only. Uh, it's active, and it says during this character during a character's activation, it can suffer one damage to play this card. Choose another character within three of the active character. Effects of the ne next attack made this turn by the active character cannot cause it to gain power. The chosen character gains power equal to the damage dealt by the attack. So, um, I don't. I, I've played this card a couple times, and I just don't think that it's... I think you're better served to take other cards in its place. Uh, there are some fun things you can do if you have somebody that has like a big spender. Dormammu suffers one damage because he probably has the health despair. Uh, he does a Shadow Bolt, and let's say you do like four damage to a character, then you can cost somebody else to gain four, and then that's like a spender that you want, so... There are some fun things you can do with it, but I don't think that it usually makes the table for me. The other one that is huge is Dark Restoration. Uh, so it's Dark Dimension. It's reactive. 
during the cleanup phase, Dormammu may spend six power to play this card. Place an allied character of threat value three or less that has been KO'd this game within two of Dormammu. The character is healthy and has no damage, special conditions, or effects. So, it's that's bananas. yeah, that's a huge that's one. Bananas. Bringing back a three threat character that's been KO'd. Uh, it's really, really strong. It's super strong on like turns five and six. Um, yeah. It used to be a little bit better uh, because uh, one of the tricks I used to like to do was take Baron Zemo and uh, play Doom Prophecy uh, before they changed it to Asgard only. So I would play Doom Prophecy. Baron Zemo would be rolling like eight dice uh, attacks with full rerolls. People would kill Baron Zemo and then I would just bring him back. So that was... Those, those were fun times, but you can't do that anymore. So, I, I think that um, we had talked uh, when we did Malekith about how good Midnight Phantasmagoria was as a card. Mm-hmm. And this one might give that a run for its money. You think so? I mean, oh, no. I think Midnight Phantasmagoria is uh, like so it's like so much better than this. I mean, this is this makes this uh, and this turns an attrition game on its head. Yeah, this I'm not... gives you a free card, a free uh, another three pointer who has to have died earlier in the game. But I mean, it'll happen. He he uses people. That's what yep. Dormammu does. Yeah, so... I think that that's really plays in the theme of him. And I this is a to to be clear, this is an auto include. Like you always take this card. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, very very good card. I feel like that ups his value a little bit when when we're talking about the the grading scale. Um, yeah, so I guess we can go on to, uh, rating him. Um, I'll go first again. Uh, I like him again. I've said fun like 30 times. I've had a blast playing him. I actually probably have like, when I break down, like how many games I've played with each affiliation, like dark dimension still probably like up there. Like I played him a lot. I like him. Um, I think that you guys should give him a try. Like he's he's just a blast. So I think uh, my competitive side wants to rank him a little bit lower, and then my fun side wants to rank him a little bit higher. So I think I'll meet somewhere in the middle, and I'll just give him a straight B. Like I think that he's okay. He's you know he's not the best, not the worst. He's just he's he's just okay, but a lot of fun. So uh, what about you, Fred? Uh, you you took the the letter right out of my mouth. I was gonna say B. Uh, I think that he's a character who uh, looks really really good on paper, but there's an eight on his card in the thread value. Yep. What about you, Brad? Who am I to argue B? Okay, there you go. I will say, I th- it's Has all, this ever it's, it's unanimous B's. I don't know that we've ever had it to where every single one of us have given the exact same letter except well do we have like do we give did all of us give a unanimous s was that baron zemo uh probably i think so yeah yeah i think we may have all given an did we all give an s to magneto we might have maybe i don't think magneto got all asses i think that you're the only person who gave him like an a plus so no, never mind. I'll 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 shut up. Maybe and if... who has played him the most? You. Just saying. Oh, sure. 
Just saying. Maybe if uh, if we get like if we eventually make like a Discord or like a website or something like that, maybe we can have a little spot where we actually have like one of those tier builders, and after we do a cast, we can plug a character in there, and so we'll actually like know mm. what we did. Keep track of stuff. Yeah. Uh, one fun thing about Dormammu is uh, I need to. I, I think I would actually like to try him like with the new crises and stuff and see how I think that he does now. I know that uh, Tallis kind of hurt a little bit more um just by nature of like how many extracts there could be on the board now but i do think that um they're not being a 16 or a 14 well let me rephrase that researcher not being a 16 and then they're just not being a 14 um i think that actually because that was one of the things that scared me the most was sword base on 14 so i actually yeah like that and that was back when like sam was like really becoming prevalent so i think that that might actually have been like a little bit of a buff to dark dimension not having to worry about like those really low threat values but all right yep so out of us uh just a a straight straight b so pretty good there um i'm gonna flop it a little bit uh when we go into the next segments, uh, Brandon usually does a roster recommendation. So, uh, because I played Dormammu enough, I'm actually going to take that over this week, I guess. So, okay. Uh, what I'm going to bring is just a kind of, it, it's part of my like standard Dormammu roster that I used to run. Um, uh, some of the core that I bring is Dormammu. Uh, Baron Zemo is a must-have. And when you're playing Dormammu, uh, if you're interested in him or you're going to try him out, uh, you really want characters that can spin down. Uh, so you want to make sure that all of their superpowers have uh, essentially like two-cost superpowers at least. And it gives them something to spin down every, uh, every single turn to kind of help mitigate you taking damage. Uh from the flames of the fall team. So uh, Baron Zemo is pretty much like a must have for me because all of his superpowers only cost two. So at least at the start of the round, you're always going to be doing at least one of those superpowers and uh, turn one or any turn really, like if you need to spin down and maybe he doesn't have a target in range, uh, you can do things like charge uh, and still get the movement out of it, still spend the power. And even if you don't, come in range to attack anybody or you, you you just want to move somewhere else just being able to do something like that uh allows you to kind of help spin down so i really like baron zemo i'm actually a very big fan of captain marvel uh with dormammu because she's able to achieve binary like much quicker and then once Ooh. she gets into binary doing the energy blast with full rerolls so six dice full rerolls is like really really good so uh captain marvel baron zemo i really actually like medusa uh with him because uh we we talked about actually on a recent cast like how she's still actually really good and people maybe just don't take her as much as they should her having two power lets her royal decree uh at the start of every single turn and then probably also have additional power like later on like split ends and stuff so her royal royal decree royal decree allows her to put dormammu like and, like it, it's just it's really good for a large base like Dormammu, and then also if she needs to get within range three to double tap stuff on points, uh, she can also royal decree on that large base and kind of put her wherever. So like Medusa, I also like Valkyrie again for like the charges and uh, stuff like that. 
I take Bullseye just because he's my favorite two threat probably. So I like to take him. But Okoye can also slot in because that turns on her bodyguard all the time. So those are pretty much the starting models that I always like to take in a list. And then after that, um, if you don't want to play pure Dark Dimension, which I wouldn't recommend it, I like to splash in uh, Gwen, uh, Miles, and Venom just to be able to play mm. uh, Web Warriors uh, for maybe some of the, the wider extracts. And you can sub-characters like Valkyrie or maybe one of the four threats like uh, Medusa or Captain Marvel if you don't like them as much and put in a character that maybe plays with Web Warriors a little bit more. And that'll give you a little bit more play on some of the wider secures and also some of the like the the more numerous extracts that we have now. Um, and then again, I like to take uh, Dark Restoration as uh, one of the cards uh, just to bring back a character. Any of the healing cards are also really good, but the other one that's probably mandatory for playing Dark Dimension is Smash. Uh, Dormammu being uh, size five, and then you smash a size four piece of terrain. Oh my god! Yeah, because uh, uh, he's so big, you can yeah. do it for one power. Oh and also, you just have to be within one. So, because of not of this dimension, you can facilitate that really well to make that easy for you to smash terrain. So, I've had some pretty like beautiful plays um, playing uh, like not of this, like doing not of this dimension, playing smash. Uh, adding four dice into my shadow bolts to do ten dice, or that is when you can live the dream and do an incantation of obliteration at twelve dice. Uh, <laughs> you you hit your trigger <laughs> uh, pretty well whenever you're doing that, and that's what actually let me get like the four characters that one time. So you absolutely have to take smash, and then also my last uh, recommendation would be uh, to take follow me because follow me. Uh, is pretty easy to achieve because of how much power everything generates. So going back to back with something like a binary foreign uh, Carol Danvers, like into a like Dormammu turn or vice versa, it can be really like debilitating for your opponent. So that would be my roster recommendation uh, if you're looking at playing Dormammu. And uh, again, I played them a good amount. So if anybody has any questions or you want to reach out to me. Uh, feel free to email us or, you know, just comment on the YouTube and uh, I'll be sure to, to chat with you a little bit, talk about rosters. So, but, uh, yeah, I have four point recommendations. You have four? Like to put in that list. Oh yeah. yeah go ahead. If you're looking for four pointers, yeah. um, Logan's pretty good. See, he's a new release. So I've never gotten to try yeah. him. So I bet he is. Yeah. Uh, but Sabretooth. That's the money right there. The Apex Predator? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. I can see where that's really, really good. Yep. Yeah, that spender, the throw, the extra dice. You have plenty of things to spend power on. Yep. And they're all good. Uh, Yeah, I think I probably... Like, I used to be really cheeky with... Uh, taking... And he has healing factor, so if he takes a little bit of damage... Ah, oh, yeah, that's true. And then you can also yeah. just take... Um... I swear, dude, like on this cast, I've forgotten the name of that. Exceptional Healing. I've forgotten oh, yeah. the name of that particular card so many times. Um, yeah, I like Danvers for uh, Demons Downtown. Like that's one of the ones that I'm always trying to get like in my Crisis selection because they're really good at that. But that usually leaves me with like more blasters than I want. So having Sabretooth would actually be really good in that slot. So. All right. I've... Um... Uh, so you brought up Smash in that uh, in that roster recommendation. Mm -hmm. I was reading that just the other day, 
and thinking that that's a card that a lot of people have slept on. That's a card that needs to get played more often. Well, it's with, like, like Malakith. Yeah, so oh I, like I take it with Malakith. Like I don't know why yeah. why people aren't. The thing is, like I, need to. I don't know. So like it's a really good. Oh God. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Bless you. Thank you. It's a really good card, and probably takes somebody smarter than me. So like that takes up one of your taxes card slots. Uh, yep. Unless you can generate more attacks, it only is going to be good for two attacks. So you have to like weigh out like the quality of the attacks that you're putting out, and also like how much how many dice you're adding. So like it's fucking good on Hulk. It's amazing on Dormammu. It's good on Malekith. I don't know. I feel like it takes a size four high threat character at least to justify taking that card. I don't know if you if you're not playing a size four character or larger if it's worth that slot on a size four. Yeah, I was well, just about to say well, Rhino. Rhino size four though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like I think if you're taking a size four or higher, it's worth it. But if you're not, I don't think that you bring it for a size three or less. I mean, unless you guys think that you do, because you're only getting two dice. I just don't know. I, I, Go ahead. I agree with you. Uh, I think that that enough size fours are recently seeing the table that this needs to be part of the conversation again. <laughs> yeah, like Smash is really I mean, good. I know. I think Rhino is going to be using this all the time. Yeah, I think it's going to be great for him. Like, yeah. Really, and I think if you take like Smash on him, you have... Does it end at the end of your turn? Uh, you know what? Let me look. I think so. I think it's just this turn, but let me look it up. Uh, if if Brandon were here, he would already be able to tell us. I'm almost there. I got it. Where is it? That smash. Uh, it's within one of the terrain feature is smaller. There's been two. This two. Acti- this activation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because if it lasted the round. Oh, that'd be really um, good on like characters that could clap back. <laughs> yeah, like Venom. Yeah. Even though he's only size three. Yep, it'd be really good on that. Now I just last for that turn, so. Okay, then never mind. What's the card? Isn't there a card that lets you get, like, rerolls? I'm sure there is. I think it's Recal. I can't remember if I ever took Recal or not. I did, I used to take, um... Oh, shit, what was the name of it? He, he, the the card that he was referencing is recalibration matrix. Yeah, what's the what's the one that people used to hate? Bitter rivals. That was the good one to take to. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's back in the day. Yeah, you can't play that card now. No, you can't. Thank God, that was overpowered. All right, uh, Brad, you want to take us through some comic books? Yes, Dormammu has appeared once in comic books, so that's what I'm going to recommend. That's not true. No, that's not true at all. That's not true. So I have two recommendations for you. Uh, one I have not read and one I have. So the first one I have not read is called The Avengers Defenders War. It's by Steve Englehart, William Robert Brown, and Sal Bushima. And it is a crossover with The Avengers and The Defenders. 
and Dormammu and Loki team up to trick the defenders into finding the evil eye. I don't know what the evil eye does, but Dormammu wants it. Loki goes behind Dormammu's back to have the Avengers search for it, too. Probably so he could keep it. As he does. Uh, so they butt heads. And then uh, Dormammu is very, very powerful. And so they they find out that Dormammu, you know, he's behind all this. And they're like, well, we got to stop Dormammu. And they have to team up to try to defeat Dormammu. And you'll have to read it, see what happens. But I wouldn't assume that the heroes won this one, if you know what I mean. Oh, look at that. Uh, the other one I have read. Uh, that was weird. Okay, my phone just freaked out for a second. The Last Annihilation. This is by Al Ewing and others. Um, this is a comic with Dormammu, and Doctor Strange isn't in it. Um, okay. Is that, it's very is that odd? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, isn't that pretty very odd? very rare. So this is a big crossover that happens in space. So the Guardians are involved. Um, the Kree Empire is involved. The Shi'ar are involved, although barely. Uh, and the X-Men are involved because they are now involved in space. It's by Al Ewing and a bunch of other people. So Al Ewing writes the bulk of it. And then some other writers write like one shots and then like there's tons of artists. So I couldn't like list everybody, but Al Ewing's like the main architect. Uh, Dormammu has possessed Ego the Living Planet from the hit movie Gardens of the Galaxy 2. And uh, he is sacrificing three planets full of people to open a big space portal to the dark dimension so he can come through and all the way and take over the entire universe. Okay. Uh, and all the space heroes try to stop him. That includes some X-Men and the one shot uh, called cable reloaded. That's part of this is a very good issue of comics. Um, it's old cable has just come back. Um, he was just resurrected uh, so young Cable had to leave the current timeline, and uh, then he goes to this planet with like a Black Ops team and tries to stop Dormammu on that planet, and it's pretty badass. So Dormammu is the planet. He has. So you know how like demons possess people. Mm -hmm. He has possessed a living planet. Okay. And at one point, he grows himself a body, and Ego the Living Planet is his head. Uh, I, I'm kind of sad that I've already made the image for this episode, because now that I'm talking about it, I should have used this picture. But Ego the Living Planet is the head that's on fire, and then he's got, like, a solar system-sized body. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty That's pretty badass. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, is Dormammu the most powerful foe that that faces the Marvel universe? Foe? 
I mean, he. You just yes. said that he. Okay. Yeah. He had a, a, he a is, solar system sized body. <laughs> yeah, he is probably he. I cannot think of any other entity that has malice towards everybody. <laughs> You're adding lots of qualifiers. <laughs> yeah, there are more powerful beings. Okay, they are not. <laughs> they're not foes they're more like uh um universal constants sort of thing okay okay like there's a character called eternity that is the entire universe it's the okay. personification of the entire universe yeah but he's not and like you can... out to get you no he's not out to get you he's yeah. very neutral you can go talk to him though well, not me. There's a character that talks to, presumably talks to him on a regular basis because his power is to talk to the universe and ask him for favors. No. Oh. Is that a mutant? Yes, and he's not even an Omega level. That makes sense. How did I know that? He, <laughs> he is. So imagine what an Omega level universe talker can do. Because oh, yeah. he, can, he can do all sorts of stuff. I might have to. I wonder if the shop has the Guardians comics that have Dormammu, like the one that you're just talking about. I bet that that. I, I think the, I would like to read that. The collected series just came out recently. Oh really? So yeah, so they should be able to get a copy. I might pick that for up. You. I think that would be pretty cool. It was it was very good. I read. Like usually when X Men are just tangentially related to stuff. I just read the X Men bits. I read mm. this whole thing. It was good. Okay, I like cool. the Guardians too, though. So it yeah. wasn't that big of a stretch to read it. What's the what was the Guardians lineup in that? Oh, was that massive? Um, it's it's pretty big. So I think Peter Quill's there, but I know uh, Rocket, uh, Groot. Um, Mantis, Drax, uh, Philovel, Moon Dragon are there. Um, I know I'm missing people. It it's a pretty classic lineup. Is Philovel? Well, I guess it might be Moon Dragon or one you of those what? two, I... like like the strongest ones that have joined the Guardians. Uh. Phyla's pretty strong. Angela was strong too, and she was in the Guardians. Yeah. So, I mean, technically, Thanos was also a Guardian at one point. So. Yeah, well, we don't count him. Yeah, he's pretty strong. You know, I, more I think about it, I don't think Peter Quill's there. I think Rocket is leading the team. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And Rock and Cable get along real well in the comic, from what I remember. All right, well, they both like big guns. You'll have to show me uh, those comics if, if they come by the shop and I can pick them up because I'm interested. In it. Yeah. Thank you for the recommendations. Uh, Fred, would you like to take us out with your non sequitur? Sure thing. Uh, so right now, we're, uh, we in the United States are facing down a major winter storm. It is... Uh, a, a chunk of Arctic weather has has launched itself south into the heartland of the United States, and it is affecting nearly every state. 
so what do I think of when I think of terrifying cold weather and uh, horror mixing together? Why, I think of a little movie by John Carpenter. Oh, here uh, we go. The thing. Yeah. Is- uh, see, I thought you were going to recommend 30 Days of Night. I, I've never seen that movie. What? I've never it seen is, it. It is a comic book movie and is very good. I'll 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 have to watch it. I don't I know you, that I would put I the would word very it. in front of it. I, I promise you that the movie I'm recommending is better. <laughs> yeah, uh, because, I don't know about that. Oh the my god, thing, Brad, you don't like good movies. The movie The Thing is is an a, an outright classic. This is the uh the defining uh, alien horror I mean it's actually not but it's the defining horror of the 80s where aliens it's not even that oh I'm having a bad I'm having bad trouble it is a great movie (laughs) it's a movie where you don't know if the people that you're with are actually the people that you're with you don't know whether you can trust the man sitting next to you. Maybe they're possessed by some outside force, some force outside of our universe. Or maybe they're just uh, a, a creature wearing a flesh suit that wants to eat you but can't because it's afraid that everyone else will burn it if it tries. Flesh this suit. is a fantastic movie. It's so this movie good. I want to watch it right now. Did you ever play the thing video game? I never did. I, I've heard that – you know what? I know for a fact that John Carpenter considers the Thing video game to be canon. Yeah. Like he yep. – he, John Carpenter is an interesting guy who nowadays does not make movies. He just likes to talk about what video games he's playing, and he, and he loves it. <laughs> like he will talk your ear off about what video games he's playing. I, I, think I love the game. It was so good. Brad, my wife who play. loves, my wife who loves. Loves what? You cut out. Yeah, we lost you, Brad. Hey, can, uh, hey, Brad, we lost you entirely. Oh am no! I, am I the bad actor? Oh my God! What's happening, you know what Brad? Boy was. What? Hey, Brad, we lost everything you just said. What's happening? We didn't get anything of you. You know what it was like? It was like you were turning into a thing. (laughs) Oh, it was. It's like he's turning into a thing. This is a meta commentary that you just did. That's amazing. Can can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. So my wife, who loves horror films, Mm -hmm. watched the thing, and this was this is what she said after the film. Okay. Mm Mhm. It was kind of boring. Uh, Uh, that's wrong. Does that make you feel? It's, it's a false statement. <laughs> That's wrong. I respect your wife's opinion, uh, but but she is wrong in this circumstance. <laughs> it also only has men. I think there's not a woman in the cast. I think that it is an entirely male movie. Are you sure? I pre- I do you know who the only female character is? Is the is the computer? That he's playing chess against. That's fair. At the very beginning. <laughs> we don't know the gender of the dog. Do we? Oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. It's nothing. 
<laughs> that's true. It is. It is. It is, it is nothing. <laughs> You're right. It's nothing. <laughs> All right. Um, well, oh. I learned yesterday that there is only one scene in the Lord of the Rings where a female character talks to another female character. When's that? And um, it is. And it is a little girl is crying, and one of the other female characters tells her to shush. Oh, oh no, that's <laughs> it. So, oh, so it does not. It does not count past the Bechtel test. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, uh, we have gone long. <laughs> we have gone long enough. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you're a listener on uh, any of like the podcast media. Uh, Feel free to go over to our YouTube channel, and even if you don't listen to it on YouTube, give us a sub and a like. That would uh, help us out a lot. Uh, thank you to everybody that supports Brad on Patreon with all of his endeavors with Cerebro. And uh, jury's out. This might be the last cast of the year, because uh, I don't know how my work looks next week. So this might very well be the last cast until we get into January. So, uh, But maybe, who knows? Maybe all the stars will align and we'll be able to record next week. But uh, thank you guys for joining us and we'll talk to you guys later.